This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is not brought to you by the Pacific Rim, Vancouver. However, it is one of my favorite hoteliers to stay at whilst in Vancouver, British Columbia. So if you're looking for a phenomenally luxurious room while you're visiting the great and beautiful city of Vancouver, you might want to check out the Pacific Rim, Vancouver. You can thank me later. This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is brought to you by WTF. If you have the same burning questions as we do, then you'll find it here. Well, that's our hope anyway. The views expressed at WTF Landia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Title of this podcast, WTF Landia, may never be described better according to that soundbite. Well, and here's why. Because, uh, well, first of all, welcome. My name is Shar Michelle. I am your host. It's nice of you to join us here on this evening. Uh, I usually recommend listening to this in the evening. It's relaxing. If you're listening to the day, well, good top of the day to you as well. And I uh, hope you enjoy your workout. Don't fall asleep with the, the dumbbells, okay? My voice tends to do that to folks. But, hi guys. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to hold it together for this one because you guys know if you've been around this show for a while, then you know what uh, awkward news does to me. It makes me laugh in the very most sus of ways. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at this. But if I start laughing, I can't stop. So I'm trying to, I'm breathing. I have, I'm learning breathing techniques to deal with my emotional response to awkwardness. And very, very interesting WTF news. So I'm going to breathe this one out. And you guys are going to go with me, okay? Are you ready to go with me? That right there was Chris. None other than Chris Rock. The comedian, 
he's been in shows like Everybody Hates Chris, Friday, and so on and so forth. The guy is a legend. I mean, that's Chris Tucker who's been in Friday. I'm a black woman. I just, man, I'm sorry. Anyways, Chris Rock. You know, Jackie Chan movies and whatnot. Chris. Wait, no, no, no. That's not Chris Rock. <laughs> I'm going to step out of the room. I'm just kidding, you guys. Honestly, we know who I'm talking about. We're talking about Everybody Hates Chris is Chris Rock and the Oscars host, Chris Rock. We might want to get Chris Tucker in there. It might have been easier to get that guy in there. It would have been just, you know, but the thing, the fact is Chris Rock or Chris Tucker, it's all comedy. It's supposed to be comedy anyways. Well, let me give you a little background. What happened was... Is that, uh, well, I didn't even hear what happened at the beginning. But apparently Chris Rock made a joke about G.I. Jane because Jada Smith Pinkett showed up at the Oscars with a bald head. Now, let me tell you something. I've I've shaved my head down to the the skin. So I've done it. And and that's just a personal choice. And I think um, Jada Pinkett, sorry, I gave her a new name. Jada Smith Pinkett. Uh, may have uh, other reasons why she shaved her hair down. I think she has some alopecia or hair loss. And so she decided to rock her head shaved down to the nubs. Now that's not the problem. Women can do whatever we want to with our hair. And here's why. Because we're women. And because you know why? Also, it's just hair. It's not a big deal. Do what you want to with it. If you're happy and it's down, shaved to the Sinead O'Connor, then rock on. Do you. Um, but that's not the problem here. I think it's actually not, it's just the catalyst to the real issue. And uh, we can go into what I think about that here in just a second. But according to folks who were there at the show, they um, said that, uh, you know, Will Smith, you know, respects the fact that Chris Rock is a comedian and he's hosting the Oscars and he's meant to tell jokes. I don't know if they got a presser and said that Jada's going to come with her, you know, her hair out, her hair bald, and we should write a joke in or two out of it, or if he just... He just said that joke on the fly. That's where my mind goes, right? I, I try to think about that because last time we saw Jada, she had hair, right? I would imagine that she popped up on the Oscars red carpet with the with the, the bald look. And then maybe the writers gave Chris Rock some material to talk about on stage. Or maybe he popped that thing out, that G.I. Jane joke out on the fly. Because according to the crowd and the people who were viewing it said that it was a G.I. Jane joke that sent Will Yum Smith over the edge. And again, for me, I think it's just a catalyst. And I'm going to tell you why. Well, first, I want to um, I want to talk about... No, I, I think I'm going to stick here. Here's what I said in regards to what I felt about, you know, what I had watched there. And then we can go from there. And and then I'll explain to you why I said what I said. And I put this in my Instagram story, folks, because I don't shy away from speaking my own thoughts. 
and truth out on my social media. This is what I'm going to do from time to time. And this one gave me, you know, I don't, I don't shy away from the heavy news either. So I chimed in and I said, Jada Pinkett Smith. And I added her, of course, demasculated Will Smith and covers it up in a so-called astute table talks and okays sharing herself with others, approaching an open love conversation. Jada Smith is a professional gaslighter. Now, sure, we will all have to watch this poop show on Red Table Talk. Shake my head. I wrote that, and I wrote that because that's how I felt at the time, and here's why I felt that way. Jada Pinkett Smith, through the Red Table Talks, is seeming to be like a, well, a safe place to be whatever you want to be. And sure, we're living in a day and age where everybody's just being whatever they want to be. Some people want to be a pineapple prick that day. What do you what do you refer to yourself as? Well, I'm a pineapple prick. Well, no, you're, you you don't look like that. But is that what you you feel inclined to associate yourself with on this day? Yes, a pineapple prick. All right, I guess I'll call you a pineapple prick. Now that's just me being, you know, lighthearted at all of the, everything that we have to, you know, you know, be aware of these days. But, you know, Jada Pinkett has made it her business to share her business with, you know, all of us. And of course, I think what her intention was is to say, you know what, these are things, we're human, I'm human, we have open love and we have open space and this is what... But it's really kind of just a way to be smart because she's smart, right? But she's also maybe a little bit of a convoluted, um, non-monogamous thought, too. I mean, let's just call it what it is. And that's my, that's not my, I don't care to judge you. These are just words that are referring to what it is we're looking at here. And that's what, that's what it looks like on this end because she, she's already shared her love with, you know, some young man that he, he was going through some things. She invited him to the house and then had a whole affair and then everybody in the world found out about it. He wrote a song about it. We haven't heard from him since. And it seems like Will, Jada Smith gets into people's head and they don't come out back from it. Will Smith is no exception. I'm trying to think of the guy who she, <laughs> the guy who she dated um, that we haven't heard of since then. That's right. It was a uh, very cute young man, um, August Azalinia. He had just, it seemed like he was just starting his career off. And, uh, and then he was dealing with some drug and alcohol uh, stuff. Where a lot of people maybe who are thrust into the spotlight or just have that as a um, d- disease, could be familial, bloodline stuff, uh, that uh, people become addicted. But he seemed like he was dealing with that and he was dealing with some sort of traumas and some me- mental illnesses. And so apparently Jada Pinkett Smith was helping him come out of that. She might have been helping him come out with her thoughts because she seems like she's always in a Webster's Dictionary trying to help people, guide people out of stuff. But to me, it felt like she was grooming the young man 
And so whenever I heard about it, I thought, eh, I don't, I'm not really feeling that. I'm not feeling it. And it's great. He's a grown man. I get, but like, she's old, she's older. Anyway, he's not old, but she's older than him. And that's okay. I know women are able to choose whatever they want to date as long as they're dating the legal age. But it's weird to go that young and to get a guy when he's down and really needs to be tended to by a professional and get the man draws off and think you can fix it with your, with your coodle. And that's just what I got from it. Because I saw the interviews, I heard the song he wrote about her, and it was just very weird. It was like... You don't need to write about that cougar and just let her be and, uh, you know, learn, I guess, from the experience. I don't know. That's hard to say, but I think she should have left him alone. Anyways, she uses a red table talk, her, her daughter and her mother to talk about stuff that otherwise we shouldn't hear about. And I think I still think we shouldn't hear about it because uh, I think she's a gaslighter. And I think that she's trying to make it seem okay when it's probably not okay. Jada Pinkett Smith is a professional um, demasculator as well. She may, and not to say that their relationship's perfect. I don't know what it's like to be married to Will Smith. He could be sloppy, leave his room a mess, and she could be done and over with it. And she's like, I'm going to step outside this marriage. Hey, everybody makes their decisions. Everybody has choices. I get that. I get that. I have experienced my share of life in in regards. And you make choices. And hopefully you end up in a better place than you were before. But right now, it seems like if Will Smith were to have laughed at that joke and then turned and saw the grimace on his wife's face, and she probably going to get home like, yo, dummy, just looked over and laughed at that joke. You're making me look stupid. It's almost like she gave me that look like, you don't handle this. I'm going to handle this when we get home. <laughs> and then he wanted to go and handle all of that in front of the world because he'd rather face Chris Rock than face Jada when he got home. That's what it felt like, if I'm being completely honest. And this is critical. And it's very unpopular, probably, or it might be popular to other people. This might get people to feel a certain way about this opinion. It might get them to understand the side of a woman looking at another woman in her you know, hand in what could have been very well just a joke. They've gone over funny because she came in bald, but it seems like it is a deeper issue. And Will Smith felt the need to get up on stage like Kanye West and deal with that in front of the world rather than deal with her telling him why he laughed at a joke about her bald head when she know she probably gonna go you know that I'm not well and that I'm dealing with this and you laughed at it you laughed and that would have started a whole war of the roses under the Smith Pinkett household but the truth of the matter is is that uh, it seems like there's already been a war of the roses because we're tired of it Jada and Will both of you we're tired of hearing about, we thought you guys were the, the modern day, um, you know, Huxtables. And you might be more akin to the modern day, you know, Bill Cosby than a Huxtable. It's just weird because like, and that's the reason why I tell people that uh, we should not put weight 
on human beings. They're just human beings. We are going to make you upset. We're going to make you disappointed. You're going to listen to this podcast and you're like, Shara, I'm done. This is just outlandish. This is rude. This is, you're supposed to be empowering us women. Well, I will when it's time. (laughs) This is just a scenario. And again, I've been in scenarios like that. I could be putting myself in this situation. I'm just calling out what I see. Period. It's not it's not about women empowerment. It's not about, you know, taking Jada's power from her. It's fine. She's not concerned about taking her power being lost. She should be concerned about shutting that red table talk down and stop trying to make it a front spot for bad behavior. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, I, and again, I'm not married to Will. She said the sex game was off. Like, she's really put that man on a slab. But then she probably goes home. She's all up in his head because she's been putting that man through psychological warfare for so many years that they don't know Will. They don't know Jada like Will knows him. I'm sure in his head, he's like, they don't know you like I know you. They don't understand. Yeah, that's because she's been grooming you for all these years. Letting behaviors go underneath your nose because you got with the baddest. She's not going to say that, but she's going to say that. She's going to make you seem like, you know, you can't get no better. That's why you're going to stick around. We're going to stay in this house even if the house burns down. Haven't we heard that from those two? That's not healthy. You got to make better decisions. First of all, your children don't need to see that kind of love or else they'll be, you know, sharing their coots and toots with everybody else too and calling it a marriage. Don't do that. Don't get married if you're going to do that. It's embarrassing. I mean, I get it again, you know, shared experiences sometimes are better. Truth is sometimes stranger than fiction. I get that. But uh, we can't go on to act very surprised at the fact that he reacted that way. Because again, this is just a tip. This is that was just a tipping point. It was just like, all right. It was the glance over at her reprieve. She was like, either, again, it probably was more of that feeling of, you're going to handle this now, or, uh, you know, am I going to handle this when we get home? You can talk to me about this when we get home. I want to know if someone has an angle of her face, because we do know, we women, especially as black women, know how to say a whole lot with just a glance. (laughs) We can give you a glance, and you know exactly what's gonna happen if you ain't listening or if you ain't (laughs) listen it's our culture okay (laughs) Uh, you know what I mean seriously ah that word anyways well I think what we're gonna learn out of this is one Chris Rock everybody really probably does hate you buddy and it's not your fault you got a punchable face actually you don't but you know it's funny (laughs) no one has a punchable face it's wrong and it's funny that no one's pressing charges and how did he win an award after assault this is backwards it's really really strange (laughs) he got got an Oscar of it because I think we think it's a joke here's why did you see the smack it was a movie smack. So not only is Will Smith over there, quote unquote, hand quote, finger quotes, 
you know, standing up for his woman. Don't talk about my wife. But it, it's gonna he's going to be a meme because that smack looked like it wasn't even real. Everybody's still trying to analyze the smack if it's actually real. It looks staged. Me and Trevor Noah for sure looked at that and just kept it pushing when it, it popped up all over Instagram. We didn't believe it because the way he smacked him and the way he pulled down his suit and the way he... It's almost like he practiced that. Will Smith. It's almost like they have a super duper red table talk special coming out with Oprah and they want to get some marketing out for it. So they did that. They did say that they were there to cause trouble. We dressed up just to cause whatever they said on Twitter and whatever he tweeted out. We dressed up just to cause a riot. No one cares. You guys are 50 and 60 years old. How old is Jada? 55 to 60 years old? No, no, no. Tuck that cooter away. Okay, tuck it in. It's, it's fine. And if you still, you know, I don't want to age your cooter because maybe it's still a thing for you. But maybe just share it with your husband. You know? I think people should just start sleeping with their partners, their, their husbands and wives, and stop getting up on Tinder and sharing that jive piece of turkey jerky around with everybody. No one wants it. <laughs> and this is coming from the pickiest pants you could ever imagine. You know, I'm a pick. I'm the pickiest. I am the pickiest picky. And I'm even more picky nowadays because I, you settle for stuff sometimes and you go, why? Won't do that again. Ugh. But, you know, you slapping that turkey jerky around Tinder, Bumble, and, you know, uh, August has Lena. And then, yeah, you know, come out with uh, your husband getting wired up, fired up. I think it's time uh, at a certain, I think, and this is why I say just share with your partner. Because one, you know, I think, I know we live in a world where everything is being accepted, but if you want to be married... In the terms of what marriage means, it's between a few people. And it started, you know, started off with between a man and a woman. That could also get you canceled nowadays, too, because now things change. So, teach their own. It's not my place. I've had my experiences. Again, this is not me in here judging. This is me calling out things that we looking at here. Right? And, uh, so, but that's what it is. It's supposed to be between those two, not between you and who. And unless, of course, again, you're into polyamory, well, it's called that. Then call yourself polyamorous. And you can share the wealth that way. But, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that um, when you do share uh, kudos, you, you have to realize that uh, in, in slabs of steak or whatever those things are, know you gotta you gotta realize that you know you are sharing an experience and people get attached and emotions get involved and people get slapped on the oscar nights black on black crime happened there and then by behest of a red table talk discussion that could have happened the following day we didn't have to (laughs) we're in the middle of a war guys you don't need to have to talk about this hate crime that happened and does Will Smith have to give that Oscar back? He finally won an Oscar after all the hundreds of movies this man has made. That's when that's been blockbusters. He finally gets an Oscar. 
right after the smack. Maybe he got the Oscar for the smack. That was the fakest smack I've ever seen. He like held his back straight. He pivoted with the right foot and then swirled out of it and walked off the stage like a supermodel. He didn't even grab the mic and talk, talk, you know, say that was the best smack, you know, that I had ever seen on stage. You know, he didn't even do that. <laughs> he just said from his seat, don't effing talk about my wife. Because then it made Jada feel a certain way. And now Jada and Will have to sit on various talk shows holding hands, acting like she was a victim. She ain't no victim. He, she, she's a perpetrator of all this madness. She is buckle that thing up. Put a chastity belt on that thing, Jada. And again, this is not a feminism podcast episode. This is just me calling the kettle black. It is what it is. It's what it looked like. If you have these conversations between you and your husband, that's fine. But because you wanted to share it with the table talk and the rest of the world, then we have to chime in on our opinions. These things happen. It's not like people don't have situations outside of their marriage all day long in the real world. Duh, it happens. But 90% of those people probably don't share it with the world. <laughs> and so they get to deal with that amongst themselves in the quiet of their home. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying this stuff doesn't happen. It happens all day long, all day, every day. But the, 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 for it's for me, it's the red table talks and the making what is probably not normal in the sense of what it's supposed to be, what marriage is supposed to be and trying to market it as being normal it's just something that you know after being married so long we don't stay in this marriage even if the house burned down and i have to twerk on all kind of new thing we still gonna stay married i almost feel like it's i don't know will smith blink twice if you need a good girl i'm single (laughs) you know and I'll try to keep it in my pants best I can. If, as long as you've got your act together, you're not just good on film, but you're actually a good boy in home. I feel like that's how she probably makes him feel like at, you know, and, and that's just jokes. These are just jokes. But I think that maybe how Jada makes him feel like he's like a little, like a boy. Rather than the man. No one gets the feeling that Will Smith is the man in the house. No one, not, not near nobody. That has watched a red table talk or or, or or dissected the dynamics of a Will and Jada Smith Pinkett uh, relationship. Now, for the most part, we thought so until we found out otherwise. Everybody was really shocked, but it was always insider news that, that J- Will and Jada kind of had these romps throughout Hollywood. This has been known for the past, for as long as I've been in Hollywood. We all knew that that's what uh, they, those two did. Um... I'm sure many people have accounts where there's situations there or they have, you know, non-disclosure agreement. Super duper 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 tight. So I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll never know. Maybe the red table talk will bring us through the whole gamut of this gaslighting super fest. I don't want to see Jada shed a tear. I don't care. I don't want to see Will cry no more. We heard it after the Oscar win. 
I want to hear you acknowledge the fact that you feel emasculated. You feel like a boy around that woman. And she made you, she gave you them eyes and was like, you know, you don't handle this. We get to talk when we get home. Eyes. And that's why you did what you did. Or you just did what you did because, well, you just, that's just really how you feel. And you really smack like that in actual life and not just for the camera. It's all very, I just need, I need answers. I need to hear something <laughs> in regards to addressing this in the real way, in the realest way you possibly can, because otherwise I'm just going to, you know, chalk it up to this being a marketing ploy for some sort of red talk table with Oprah special edition. You guys must have something really large happening. This type of stuff only happens when you're promoting a show like Kim Kardashian dating that mole hole in the ground. Pete Davidson. That guy is odd. And not that, you know, Kanye is my type either, but goodness gracious, Pete Davidson is all out of, fresh out of a marriage is the only person you can find. This guy doesn't even look well. <laughs> I want somebody who looks fresh and spry, who's got great in their hair you know a great job don't have to go to work every day sees his you know money recycle itself likes to take trips and travel has a great dimple smile with great nice teeth and a good smell about him and a lot of love in his heart for me and my children that's what I want it's not much to ask you know great intentions in love with the Lord Num- that's a priority number one. There's a, you know, I, there's a, there's a list, but those are some things that are on it. It doesn't seem like much to ask, but uh, Will Smith could be you. Just saying, not sure, but I think uh, toxic is as toxic does, and I think if Will Smith gets out of the air of Jada for maybe you know a couple of months to a year. Then they can evaluate his face without her. And I know she's pu- pushing the whole thing. We're going to stay in this house and burn now. But I think that's not, ta- that's not, tip- that's not actually that, that, that healthy to live that way. I think you should separate for a bit and see if the grass is going to be greener on the other side. Will's got a way out now. You know, he's got a way out. It isn't, you know, there's a ton of women out there that's going to be willing to cater to, you know, the love that it seems Will has in his heart for a woman and to be able to accept it and, and, and love him back. So I think that's just my opinion and I'm sticking to it. And again, this is my podcast, so it's my thoughts and, uh, you know, I'm sharing them as they unfold. Have, um some decency though when you when you're making choices and I get it people make mistakes people have to express you know their disdain in different ways but you know actions and consequences and I hope that uh, we can all learn from you know other people's experiences as to jumping on stage on a night so big and bright isn't what we always have to do (laughs) (laughs) but also mental health is real 
you know, this that laugh is just uncomfortable, but mental health is real, you know, um, whether it's drug induced, alcohol induced, heartbreak induced, or just, you know, induced by being married and living with a gaslighting narcissist, you know, I get it. I get all of those things. I understand it all more than you would ever know. Um, that you feel like you, you need to, you know, make certain decisions, right? But uh, mental health is a, is a priority number one because I think it would I would imagine that if I had to go online and see my life and my in a meme all the time because let's be honest, people have made Will Smith's uh, Jada Pinkett scenario story into a meme. It's all over. It's embarrassing, probably. Not only do you have to look at yourself on the internet all day long about you just being a worthless, you know, clinger, cling on to Jada Pinkett because she's going to do what she wants to do anyway. This is what people were saying out there, right? And then having to, you know, just see it all the day and then go out and make a perfectly good movie and finally win an Oscar just to feel like you still don't measure up. What really truly does make one happy is the question. I think it's uh, within. I think happiness is going to be found within. It's never going to be from someone else. Someone else is just not going to make you happy. Someone can add to your happiness. There's no question. And I always say this. If something's not adding to your life, it is there for subtracting. Do the math, Will Smith. Do the math. Later. This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is not brought to you by Taco Bell. But if they know what's good for them, certainly they'll join the party. And if you're like us, then you're probably wondering where the Mexican pizza disappeared off to. That and more we shall uncover as we explore more of just what running to the border can do for you. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general 
general information only, and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise. The WTF Landia Radio Group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion, standards, or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness, completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this reliance on or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.